0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're all having a great week so far. I often try to think of topics that will be helpful and interesting to you. So today I decided to talk with you about risk profiles. In the context of financial planning, a risk profile is used to help you select an appropriate investment mix to best meet your unique needs while also staying in your individual comfort zone. When we're talking about investments, risk is the chance that the value of your investments will go up and down, in particular, how much you can expect the value to fluctuate. We consider a steady eddy investment that trudges up predictably with an occasional blip down to be less risky. A high flyer with large up and down swings would be more risky. The risk is that if you need the money today, what are the chances that its value will be much different than you expected? Now, people rarely complain about a huge swing up in value. I mean, I know I don't. <laughs> but an unexpected drop off a cliff at the wrong time could permanently damage your savings. I mean, other than skydivers, uh, people inclined to challenge each other to a duel. Why would anyone go for the wild roller coaster with their future when you can have Steady eddy, Predictable? Well, the idea is only to take on risk with your future if it promises a matching reward. You may make some smart investments that are more risky in the hope that your investments will grow and provide money for a better lifestyle, or an education, or a more comfortable retirement. But how much risk do you take? How much risk is too much? One of the important things I do as a financial planner is help plan, save, and invest for your needs and dreams. A key step is to help you identify your willingness and ability to take on risk in your investment portfolio. If you express a strong desire not to see the value of your account decline and are willing to give up potential investment growth to smooth things out, we say you have a low willingness to take on risk or are risk averse. On the other hand, if you express a desire for the highest possible growth on your investments and are willing to endure large swings in value of your account to achieve it, You have a high willingness to take on risk, or are a risk seeker. Identifying your willingness to take on risk is kind of subjective and can change over time. I usually talk with my clients about their relationship with money and use a questionnaire that asks questions like, If you had a 50-50 chance that you could win $50,000 in a coin toss or lose $20,000, would you take the chance? It's a bit tricky because how you feel on any one day or your recent experience may sway your answer, but it's important. I mean, the worst time to find out that you really don't like to take a lot of risk is after your investment drops by half overnight. You can't sleep, you can't think, you're terrified you'll lose the rest, and you bail out at the bottom, locking in those huge losses. It's, it's not about manning up or taking on risk to run with the high flyers. I mean, we don't glorify a gambler that bets his children's lunch money at craps. A risk profile is all about the real you, what you're comfortable with, and what your values are. Want to take on crazy risk? Ask a supermodel out on a date try out for the Olympics <laughs> or decide to become a parent. With your financial future, take on smart risk, not crazy risk. So, so far we've been talking about your willingness or comfort in taking on risk with your hard-earned money. But if you remember, earlier I mentioned it was important to identify your willingness and ability to take on risk. So what's your ability to take on risk? Well, for example, if you've saved well in a retirement account or TSP, have a solid emergency fund and insurance coverage, a dependable job or government pension, you have a higher ability to take on risk. If your investments take a temporary dive, you have other assets to tap if you need to. Also, in general, the more time you have until you need those savings, the more ability you have to take on risk. The idea is that most investment portfolio losses are temporary. If you leave them be, the market turns around and will rebound. The question is, do you have the resources to ride it out? This is why younger people with low debt and solid savings often have a higher risk ability. And if they also have a matching comfort with taking risk, an investment portfolio heavy in more volatile stocks that offer a higher reward may be a great fit. The opposite may be an 80-year-old retiree living on Social Security and taking withdrawals from very modest savings. They might not be able to work more if they have unexpected expenses or cost of living increases so they have to live on what they have. They probably won't have the ability or time to recover from a huge drop in the value of their investment portfolio. This person would have a low risk ability, even if they were willing to take on risk. Your willingness and ability to take on risk may not always match up though. As an advisor, I generally recommend Investing based on the lowest risk, either your willingness to take on risk or your ability to take risk. What if you want or need higher investment growth? If the challenge is your ability to take risk, shoring up your safety net is a first step. An emergency fund, insurance, and flexibility to tighten your belt if need be will help raise your ability to take on more risk. And in the long haul, enjoy higher investment returns. What if your risk tolerance or comfort taking risk with your investments is low? Focus on smoothing your investment returns with diversification and investments that are lower risk, lower reward, like more bonds may be a good move. But you'll need to take a realistic look at whether this investment growth will provide for your future needs and wants especially after you stop work and retirement. It's all a balancing act. There's no sense in taking on more risk for more reward if you don't need to. If you have low risk ability, it could end up badly for you if you take on more risk than you're able to weather. Just be realistic about how well a low-risk profile will grow and whether it will provide for your future expenses. A good financial planner, like me, is a great way to explore your risk profile, see how it matches up with your needs and dreams and help you save and invest to reach your best future. If you prefer to go it alone, most investment platforms offer online tools to help you identify your willingness to take on investment risk. Typically, you fill out a few questions, and it will provide a general investment recommendation. Compare that to what we've been discussing today to help shape how you invest. If you have any questions or want help with your special needs and dreams, reach out. I would live to help. Thank you for joining today's podcast. Like to find out more? Visit us at moneypilotadvisor.com. Let's team up and land your financial life.